You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's up, Bills Mafia? Welcome into this Friday, November 27th edition of the Buffalo Bills Friday Flash Briefing. And we have some news, so I thought I'd bring in my co-host, Ryan Talbot. Sean McDermott announced today, this morning, an eye-popping announcement that Cody Ford, Bills left guard, second year, former second-round draft pick, he's going to be out for the rest of the season. According to Ian Rappaport, he suffered a torn meniscus. It's going to take three to four months to rehabilitate that. And Ryan, I wanted to bring you on here to react because we were just getting to where we thought we'd finally see this iteration of the Bills' offensive line. All five expected starters from the beginning of the season healthy. Now that's not going to be the case. What are your What are your thoughts on Cody Ford being out? Well, it's unfortunate for that very reason. The fact that at no point in the season will we see the possible top five, at least that Brendan Bean and Sean McDermott probably envisioned at some point in time, being that offensive line, because obviously John Feliciano missed a chunk of time. You had Mitch Morris miss a little bit of time here, and now you have Cody Ford, who's missed some time and now is out for the rest of the year. So unfortunate from that perspective, the silver lining, if there is one, is that Ike Butker has been playing pretty solid football at at that spot at left guard. So if the Bills, you know, and and I can't foresee the future, I don't know if they're going to slide John Feliciano over to left guard, if they're going to keep Butker there and they're going to keep Winters at right guard, whatever the case may be, they at least have some options now with the other announcement, that being Mitch Morse starting at center today. Again, something that Sean McDermott announced. What were your thoughts on the, the injury to Cody Ford? Yeah, so definitely go check out our episode from Wednesday. We had Joe Biscaglia on and we talked a bunch about the Mitch Morse saga Sean McDermott clearing that up today. Uh, he is going to be the guy at center this weekend. And, you know, you asked my reaction and it's interesting because to your point, I think they liked Ike Butker enough to get a look at what things uh, were going to be last week with Mitch Morse ready to go, but they kept him on the sidelines. I think part of that was because they liked Butker. But I think that there is also this element with this coaching staff, right or wrong, where they believe in Brian Winters. They believe in a guy that, you know, he put a lot on tape over the last few years in New York. They signed him for a specific reason. They paid him, I believe, around $3 million for this season. And I think they did that because they thought that with Winters at right guard, Feliciani, when, when he was healthy, maybe at left guard. Cody Ford, I put out a story last week. According to Pro Football Focus, and I know it's only Pro Football Focus, he's been the worst graded Bills offensive lineman all year. So who's to say that even if healthy, if Cody Ford would have still been in the mix? Because we've seen what they obviously think of John Feliciano. I did a story on that this week, put it up yesterday. And anybody you want to talk to, Josh Allen, Deion Dawkins, Bobby Johnson, Brian Dable, Sean McDermott, 
everybody has something good to say about John Feliciano. So it'll be interesting. We'll know a lot more on Sunday with what we get a look at. But my first inclination is Feliciano at left guard, right guard. Maybe they stick with Brian Winters, but we'll see. Now, Ryan, another big piece of news. John Brown hasn't practiced all week. He is out for Sunday. He will not play against the Los Angeles Chargers, and that changes things for this offense. We've seen what's happened when he's been out of the lineup. Gabriel Davis is going to have to step up. Oh, big time. And he may be a rookie in title, but you are now going into your 11th game as a member of the Buffalo Bills. You're no longer a rookie uh, in terms of playing time, in terms of you've been out there, you know this system You've shined at times. So now is his time to really step up against the Chargers defense that gives up some points. And, you know, it's looking at least early on this week that Casey Hayward probably will not be playing for the Chargers based on the first two sets of practices. He did not participate. So that could be a great matchup for Diggs. And they might be giving that extra attention to whoever is on Diggs. So that opens things up for Gabriel Davis. Davis needs to show that he can handle that role of wide receiver too. Hopefully in the short term, hopefully this is something that Brown comes back from uh, sooner rather than later. But it's a little concerning to me because he's been banged up all year, knee and ankle issues. And now coming off the bye, he's still not healthy enough uh, to even practice on a limited basis. So that could be that's concerning. I don't want to read too much into it. I don't want to speculate or anything like that. But it's clearly something that's hampering Brown enough where they didn't even feel comfortable getting him out there on a limited basis this week. Yeah, and I think that the one bright spot here for Bills fans is that Cole Beasley and Stephon Diggs are having absolutely monster years. And with one less mouth to feed in that offense, John Brown, maybe you see Cole Beasley eat a little bit more or you know, Stephon Diggs continue to get the, the target share that he has. Another guy that, that this could be good news for is Dawson Knox, who has been much maligned this season. I think that he needs a couple plays to get his confidence level up. And if that can happen with more targets because John Brown's not in the lineup, I think it'll be interesting to see. He's got to hang on to the ball when he gets those looks. We'll see how that goes. Follow us all weekend long. We'll have all of your updates on the Bills as we move towards game day. Inactive stuff. Uh, we'll see the 4 o'clock deadline tomorrow if Dane Jackson signed to the 53-man roster. I know a lot of Bills fans are interested in that. And then we will be live 7.30 p.m. on Sunday after the Bills Chargers to wrap it all up. Have a great weekend. Keep it locked on the Syracuse.com and NewYorkUpstate.com.